We have all been there. We have all needed them. They've been there for us upon arrival of our destination. Rental cars have been something that has taken a hold of our nations around the world. It is something that you expect when you get off a plane in a major city or even small towns. You expect at least one rental company to be there and to have cars for you and be available for you to get to your destination. Because not all places is easily accessible by cabs or public transportation. Rental cars have been there for us. And today, they're in need of help. Rental cars may soon change as the world of subscription cars and ride-hailing services undermine their value to the world around us. Autoworks.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Rox Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself, coming to you from our main host website, www.autolux.net, and our podcast host site, podbeam.com. Check out both sites to find out podcasts, blogs, information, corporate websites, and any pictures from this here podcast or any others. Now, today we are talking about rental car companies. Rental car companies. Yes, they've been around for a very long time, since basically the advent of the automobile industry. Springing up in the late 30s and into the 40s, rental car companies were originally located in downtown corridors. Yeah, they were located near the masses. Gotta remember, at the beginning of the 20th century, most people lived in major urban centers, downtown cores, or on farmlands on the exterior. There was no such thing as the suburbs. Suburbs was a thing that was brought upon in the 50. Now, rental car companies at that point, when people started flying, commercial transportation started happening in the 20s. Really started taking off between the 30s and 40s. But rental car companies didn't jump onto the fact that, hey, maybe people would like to get off their airplane and get into a rental car go to the service avis was one of the pioneers of putting their locations at airports they made the wide decision and said hey people don't want to get off an airplane have to hop on a city bus and come downtown to rent their vehicles they're just not going to do it they're just going to take public transit if we want them to rent our vehicles and we want them to pick them up easily why not put our stations at the airport and for that, rental car companies have been there. They've been next to major areas that they are required. They're next to collision centers. They're next to mechanics. They're next to airports. They're even close proximity to a lot of hotels. Any major airport area, the greater city of Toronto, by Pearson Airport, there are tons right next door to the airport. And on top of that, most rental car companies are within the confines of the airport. And those who are not are within the confines of a five kilometer radius of the airport. Now, not the say that companies like Enterprise, Avis, and Hertz don't have other locations across Toronto, like every other major city, they do. But in the world today, can rental car companies make it through it? We all saw that at the beginning of COVID-19. In early 2020, we all heard about Hertz hurting in a near bankruptcy. Now, why was this? Why were rental car companies falling? Why was Hertz in trouble? Well, they were in trouble because of companies like Uber and Lyft. Getting off your airplane, you didn't have to go rent a vehicle. You could do it while you're walking through the airport and have a car wait for you right out front and you don't have to go to anyone to pick it out. You don't have to go to a counter to get it. You don't have to walk out to the parking lot to find it and then you don't have to make your way out. Like a cab, you can book your Uber. But unlike a cab, your Uber can be ready when you need it and to go from point A to point B no matter where it is. And with better rates in some cases, not all places. Some cities are a little bit better for companies like Uber and Lyft. Like for instance, the city I live in, taking companies 
companies like Uber or Lyft is not feasible because they don't exist here. Our rideshare program that does exist in my home city is very expensive and very similar to taking a cab. For me to get downtown takes me 25 minutes from my location. To take a cab that distance will cost me almost $90. So the cost of car ownership is there for me. Or rental or subscription or Uber and Lyft are not available. But with rental companies, their main issue with Uber and Lyft is the ease and accessibility. Cabs, you don't know. You're going to walk out and you're going to have to hail one. Uber, it's right on your phone. You can find out. But that's only at destinations, airports, train stations, and at ferry exits. It just makes it easier. But what about a new threat to rental companies? Subscription cars. Rental companies are going to have issues with subscription cars. Why? Because subscription cars, in a lot of cases, allow you to travel and pick up vehicles from a dealer in the city that you go to. For instance, originally Cadillac had released their subscription service. Subscription services have been null and void for a while, and a lot of them were trying to make waves in and kind of retracted. Companies like Lincoln Company, who tried to base their plan fully on subscription services, now retract and allow you to buy their vehicles. Why? Well, they weren't getting the sales. Better to make money off selling the car than doing a subscription, because subscription, they are responsible for everything for it. You pay a fee, which covers your insurance, your maintenance. The only thing you have to cover while driving is gasoline. But subscription cars can pose a threat to rental companies, because subscription cars can go in and be available. So when I leave Houston, Texas, and I'm going to New York, and I need a vehicle, like I actually need a vehicle, because I'll be traveling between Manhattan, New Jersey, and the Bronx, I can take public transit, but it's just so much easier for me to hop in my vehicle. I can use subscription service, park my vehicle at the dealer, get them to drop me off at the airport, and shazam, when I land in New York, they can have a vehicle waiting for me. Similar to that of rental companies. Now, rental companies could exploit this system and help push a subscription rental service, which could help them for the future. Future. See where I'm going, rental companies? Instead of just being there to rent cars out to people, why not be a jumping point for rideshare, car share, subscription services? I know companies like Car2Go and CarShare have been around for a while. They make it easy. I know my brother, when he lived in San Francisco, used to do one with bikes. He was on a bike share service where anywhere in San Francisco, long as he paid his subscription fees per month, he could pick up one of those bikes. So if he was tired of walking or he's walking home from work and then it gets wet, if he's close to one and he has his car, click click you hop on your bike you bike home you drop it off at the closest point and then somebody the next day will pick it up similar to that of u-haul you pick up their vehicles here you're driving to there this is something that rental companies should be getting into they should be taking a step back and saying you know people just come to us to rent vehicles they do make money off dealerships that we do know that hertz was putting a lot of their vehicles from their rental fleets into their used car dealerships to sell them off big companies like hertz and enterprise do that at the end of their term they will take their vehicles and sell them They'll either sell them to dealers or they'll sell them through their own online dealer network so that people could purchase them at a lower rate. They can make their money at. Because you have to remember, they buy them at a discount from auto companies. So when they're selling them off to you two years later, they're pretty much selling them for what they paid for them. And during that two-year period, they've been making money off renting. Like we said, subscription cars can be there. Always available, sitting at dealer lots can be the same as what you have or you can move up. Now, there are issues with availability of dealers in the network, the loss of available 
cars in the service network and limited availability of the full network. Not everywhere you go. Like, you're leaving Houston and you're flying into, like, Mackinac City, Michigan. Well, it's a small town. Their dealer may not have a vehicle available for you. That service may not be available to you. Rental cars can pick up that. Ride-hailing services will lose out. Rental companies will have a place in the future. Whereas in major cities, subscription cars, ride-hailing, and even the new introduction of pods and drones into the inner cities is going to put a hamper on rental companies really pushing their products to the people. Within major centers, rental car companies are going to have problems because now you can ride hail. You can hop on a cruise origin and take the pod system as a mini mode of public transportation. Companies like Uber and Lyft are already investing in these companies. Companies like Canoe, companies like Cruise, they're looking at them and seeing how they can use these autonomous pods to give select routes in cities. Removing vehicles from city streets and putting their pods in there. When you remove about eight people's vehicles from the streets and put one of those in there, you could fit those people in there, taking congestion off the road and being able to utilize routes. That's where product like the Cruise Origin is going. But then again, that's something that takes away from rental companies. Now, we can't say that rental companies would be smart to invest and go into these pod delivery or even drone delivery services. You believe that subscription services might be a little bit better for them because they can't really just get into taxis with ride hail. Something like the Cruise Origin would be a little more difficult for a rental company to get into because then you're not renting the service, you're just paying for the service. And rental companies always make lots of money off you, the average consumer, paying for their insurance. Did you know that if you own your own automobile, you have automobile insurance? And with most major automobile insurance companies will cover you driving any vehicle. So when you take your friend's vehicle and you roll it on a back road, your insurance will cover that. It covers you because you were the driver and it has to pay theirs. Their insurance company will pay to fix it and your insurance company will have to pay them to fix it. This is where rental companies make tons of money is off insurance. And why are we stressing this this much? Because this is the big thing that rental companies need to know about. We've done a previous podcast about moving into active lifestyle vehicles like the Ford Mustang Mach-E, a vehicle that blends the sports car, the sedan, and a CUV all together to give you one vehicle only required for your driveway. And with more people moving to the suburbs and working from home, they will only require one vehicle for their doorstep. And then most people moving into major centers, utilizing ride-hailing services, drone aircrafts, or riding pods like the Cruise Origin. They won't have a need for automobile insurance. Yes, rental companies will make money off this insurance because now that you don't have it, you have to pay for it. Because if you sustain any damages, you have to pay it all up in front. So more people are going to have to pay for this insurance. But now when you go to a major city, are you willing to say, oh, I, I, I got to pay for that insurance for a rental vehicle. I'm in a major city. Why don't I just take public transit or pod it around or, you know, any other type of service. With less people have Having automobile insurance, they're less likely to even have a license, which means they don't have a need for rental vehicles. Without use for rental vehicles in major centers, rental companies are going to lose market share to public transportation. They're going to lose out. Their only bet is it going to be in the suburbs. In the future, rental companies will only have suburban areas to look forward to. And why? Because in the inner cities, people like my brother, who only have a license for when they travel, are less likely to ever rent a vehicle. He gets it for when he travels out of country or to places he is not aware of how to get around. Like when he comes to visit us, when he
when he's in Toronto, he doesn't need a vehicle. But when he comes to see us four and a half hours away, he needs a vehicle because we live in an area where public transit isn't that great. But with most people moving to major urban centers, this is a market that'll slowly die. It is just like that of the one car driveways and the automobile lotteries that they have in China. China can have more vehicles on the road than any other nation. But the unfortunate thing for them is if they did, it would have massive amounts of congestion. So in major centers, they have to do automobile lotteries, which means if you don't own a vehicle, why do you need to rent one? Because you must live in a city that has many different options. And without less people having less vehicles, the rental companies are going to lose one of their biggest stakes in their services, renting out cars to people who have been involved in an accident. When you get rear-ended or somebody smashes your vehicle in a parking lot, while they're investigating your vehicle and making the assessment of it, they usually give you a rental vehicle because you need something to get around. But with most people moving to a one-car driveway, well, yeah, that will be needed. But less people owning vehicles and less people having lots of vehicles, your market share is going to dip. You're going to lose ground because less people require a vehicle. And being in a major center, so with limited numbers of vehicles, your market is limited. So yes, the world of tomorrow is going to have less rental options, possibly even less rental companies. Because why is there a need for any of this if there's less vehicles on the road? Rental companies are still required for people who travel for business. They're still required for insurance. But when companies start bringing out subscription services, companies like Hertz and Enterprise better start jumping on board. Because the best way they're going to defeat this and become a part of the world of tomorrow with rental services to people is if they jump on board onto the subscription services from automobile manufacturers. Even supplying their own. Getting fleet vehicles for their rental services and tying it in with major businesses. Finding companies who travel a lot and seeing if they're willing to pay a subscription service instead of constantly paying for it. Just pay the monthly fee. So whenever any one of their people travel, they get their card. They go to the desk. They get their car. It's all there. All easy. Some of these systems are already in place. But unfortunately, unless they really jump into the subscription game and get in bed with the automobile companies, rental companies may only be a thing for suburbanized people. The future tomorrow will still have rental companies, but it won't look like it does today. And they won't be as available as they are today. So in the end, we have to take a look at how rental companies have basically ballooned into this amazing part of our automobile world that is required due to accidents, due to traveling, due to business. But in the world of tomorrow, with companies like Uber and Lyft getting into the autonomous game, systems like that are going to be set up more for business people or traveling people. And even, in some cases, insurance claims. The competition is coming for rental companies. Let's just hope the rental companies have been listening to us and pick up a few hints and tips about getting in bed with subscription car companies and the possibility of jumping in bed with companies like Tesla for autonomous pod transportation. So for myself, Everett J, and the Autolux.net podcast here, if you like this and you think this podcast is good, please like, comment, and share with friends, family, associates, and even in the workplace. Just send a quick email out to tell people to check this out. This guy knows what he's doing. We know it. We love it. Cars. Autolux.net podcast and Autolux.net bringing you everything. Big or small, we have them all. Corporate web from around the world in our end of the year ratings for over 500 new models every single year we rate them all as of january of each year you will find who is the best design who is the worst design and who copied who on autolux.net
So for myself, Everett J, and all of the rental companies out there, please strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride that the competitors to the rental industry are going to bring us.